What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. And this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Welcome to Art Pays Me. Today we have Tegan Johnston. So Tegan, I usually um, you 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 do a lot of things. So from my understanding, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you like list them all when people ask you what you do, or do you tend to like just say one thing? Um, it's actually. It's it's kind of a new issue for me, uh, so I actually just tend to be really awkward and end up not answering the question at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I usually I'm like I used to be a musician and now I don't know is is what I usually say. Because <laughs> um, yeah, most of the stuff that uh, is kind of branched out from music kind of happened over the past couple of years because uh, of the pandemic. So. Yeah, it's uh it's a bit uncharted territory for me as well. Oh, that's interesting. So um like I understand you do writing and uh I mean you're also a model. Did, yeah. did the modeling happen during the pandemic? Yeah, mostly kind of like taking it a bit more seriously. They were all things that I had done before, but just that I wasn't like pursuing professionally. Uh but yeah, everything on a professional level kind of happened during the pandemic for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, you're, you're an extremely talented musician. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to, um, when I hear someone's music and I find out they do a whole bunch of other things, it's hard for me to like not think of them as making more music. Uh, so when you said formerly a musician, <laughs> it was kind of like a, a weird feeling that gave me um oh. <laughs> how like is that because it's just too difficult to sort of like direct your energy in so many different directions um no I think uh I think just music has been really my entire life like I started playing piano when I was five uh and kind of have been pursuing it professionally since I was like in high school. Uh, so I never really had time to even allow myself to like, just try other stuff for fun and, and, you know, let myself, uh, be creative in other ways. And I think just because of the pandemic, uh, I really had a break for the first time and I was like, Oh, I actually like a lot of things. <laughs> um, so yeah. Cool. Cool. And you used to go by the name little coyote. Yeah. Why, why the change? Is it because it like, it's easier to brand yourself under a name? That was a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, I had done a movie, um, where I was like the lead in the movie and I also made the music and it was kind of, that was kind of the first big question of like, you know, how, how did I want my name to, to appear in the movie? Um, and then I was signing to an agency and it was kind of the same thing. Uh, and Little Coyote just wasn't really feeling right to me. And I kind of just wanted to do everything under a different umbrella. And I, I felt I had kind of outgrown that phase. Um, so, yeah. 
Now you, uh, the the artwork for your new album that mm. uh, it has coyotes on it. Yeah, well, uh, huskies. <laughs> oh, yeah. the huskies. Oh, okay. Yeah, was... <laughs> yeah. Okay. all the same umbrella of uh, dogs. <laughs> not, not quite this. Not quite the exact thing. Okay, cool. Is there yeah. like a, a connection you feel with dogs in general? Yeah, I think huskies and coyotes and all that. Uh, I was born in the Yukon, so I think uh, a lot of my music, like the inspiration that I draw, is is from my birthplace and. Uh, that was like a really important part when I was first starting out. So I think imagery wise, I kind of always come back there because it's just like a very soul feeling to me. So I think like huskies and wolves and coyotes, uh, I, I always feel at home in that space artistically. So, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, and also like, would you say like the, the cold or the, like the winter in general? Yeah, definitely. The winter, the dogs, trees, mountains, I think. Uh, yeah, I think something for me that was important about transitioning away from using the name Little Coyote was like, I wasn't leaving it behind totally. Like there's a lot of the branding and the imagery and uh, what I was expressing through that name is, is still very much alive uh, with what I'm doing now. So I think that that was important in in putting wolves on the album cover to kind of be like it's different but it it's the same yeah i get that i and i i, I was wondering if that was the case and i i like that because it's like there felt like there's just something about that that is still strong inside you thanks uh, yeah it's it's all i mean it's all me at the end of the day it, and yeah. no matter what you call it it's it's all the same same right. thing yeah right so you were uh, like raised between South Africa, Switzerland, and uh, even the West Coast of Canada. So, and now you're you're currently based in Toronto. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like all of those different cultural experiences must have like really fed you in a lot of interesting ways. I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. It definitely. Uh, I think it made me grow up pretty fast. Uh, kind of like gave me a, a pretty big scope of the world at a pretty young age. Um, yeah, I think I think it uh, pushed me towards art pretty early on because I was processing a lot because uh, everything was like changing a lot for me pretty often. Um, and definitely art became like my main outlet for dealing with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why were you moving so much? Um, my dad is a geologist, so oh. he was working at different universities doing research. We would just like go look at the mountains that he was interested in, <laughs> which cool. is awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, do you speak any other languages as a result? Um, I do speak French pretty fluently still. I was, I was like totally trilingual at one point in my life with Spanish because uh, we lived in Spain for a bit too, but oh. I've lost a lot of my Spanish. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can like understand it, but I get pretty anxious and embarrassed trying to speak it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you still got most of us uh, people like me beat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So you just recently got back from South by Southwest, I believe. Yep. Yeah. How was that? It was intense. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was a lot to go into like such a crazy social situation after like 
years yeah. of nothing. Uh, so yeah, it was a lot, but it was it was definitely a lot of fun. I saw some bands that I really loved. Uh, saw friends. It was nice. Was that your first time? Yep. Yeah, I was actually oh. supposed to go for the first time in 2020 when it was canceled. So got yeah. you. Long time coming, kind of feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's dope. Did you feel like yeah. um, you got to meet or like make some like good industry connections and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely met a lot of people, but I think also there was like a lovely element of like I haven't seen so many people in the industry that I was I, that I already knew uh, for like the past couple years who I right. used to see them all the time, and there was there was a lot of like reconnecting and getting to know people better and 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 that kind of thing. So yeah <laughs> cool cool so how did you um well i mean i i haven't had a chance to watch the movie um that you were <laughs> in uh was it called um the the strings yep that's yeah it. yeah <laughs> uh so i mean it's the star is a musician well the, the lead character is a musician so was that yeah. like how you kind of fell into the role or was it like someone's like i think that tegan would be perfect um, yeah, I feel like I, I can't answer this question fully because it's not my movie, but from what oh. I've been told, uh, yeah, it was a friend of mine wrote it and him and I had kind of worked together on some music videos and we actually didn't know each other that well before this. Uh, but I guess he, he kind of had this idea in his head of, of filming, this like thriller of uh, an artist at this cabin that was his family's cabin in PEI. And then we met and he said, then he started writing it like kind of just with me in mind and uh, brought it to me and was like, would you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, that was that. <laughs> That's cool. Did you feel like, like you got the acting bug after that? Did I, sorry, what was that? Uh, did you get the acting bug after that? Um, yeah, a little bit. Maybe, I don't know if even necessarily just acting, but just like film as, as a whole, I think there was a really, the experience of doing that movie was like, oh, wow, we get to wake up every day and just like play pretend, which was when I was a kid, that was like my favorite thing to do always. So definitely a huge part of me was just like, how can I keep doing that because I really really enjoyed it cool cool yeah <laughs> and as a writer like what what do you what do you tend to write about um I don't my experiences I guess I think I I started writing uh mostly during the pandemic kind of like for a lack of being able to write music in a way that made sense because like I had written an album that was done and I wasn't going to be playing shows. So I think just like writing songs didn't feel like it had the same kind of like, I'm going to write this thing and I'm going to share it and it makes sense to me. So uh, I just started writing like op-eds and, and stuff like that. And yeah, I wrote my first article that was for the Toronto Star that I sent to them just being like, I don't know, would someone publish this? Uh, was about like having a panic attack when I got my vaccine. Uh, and I just like felt very emotional and wanted to write about that. And then uh -huh. yeah, sent it in and they liked it. And then I, that kind of just like 
gave me a drive to be like, oh, I'll just write anytime I have a feeling and send it to them and see if they want to publish it. And it ended up kind of just like being a thing that I started doing. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So it's literally, it's just like, uh, just, I mean, it's something that I deal with all the time too. It's just like, just do it, right? Just, you don't know. Yeah, totally. I think, uh, I think a big thing that I realized kind of not being able to interact in the music industry in the same way the past couple of years has just been like, yeah, arts and music for me is more just about like communicating my feelings. So it's just been like, how can I do that? And just doing it in whatever way was accessible to me. And then just like trying for that and just seeing where it went. And sometimes yeah. it went to great places and sometimes not. And that was, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And even like, uh, like, like as a model, um, it's a, it's a very creative expression. And then and totally. under, uh, underratedly difficult thing to do. A lot of people think it's just like, oh, you know, I just look pretty or whatever, but it's yeah. still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like a vibe creator. You're telling a story, you know, it's same, same with acting. I feel like it's, you're like so much a part of what's happening behind the camera, in front of the camera, like they can't exist without each other. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that you started modeling this late because like you, you have a presence, like you definitely know how to use, like work the camera well. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I mean, I always loved it, and I've I've always done it kind of like as an offshoot, more so more so for music. Uh, but yeah, I was just always too busy with music to like think about anything else. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I guess maybe that that does kind of happen when you see like actors or even musicians in general like move from acting to music music to acting modeling to this or model because they're kind of yeah. all in the same vein they are all the same yeah and I think I used to kind of judge it too I think I was like oh I can't be an actor or model and a musician like I have to be this very serious singular thing uh but I this year realized just how silly that is <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it then um so the the uh, the latest project is it an album or is it an LP? I can't remember. It's an album. Yeah. It's a full album. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, my favorite song on it is is nineteen. Oh, and, thanks. Um, do you like you mentioned the serious thing? Do like when you're in music making mode, are you like tapping into like something really sad or? or yeah <laughs> yeah definitely okay. yeah basically definitely like almost every song that I've written has been like I'm like crying <laughs> while I'm oh. writing it yeah it's always like a way to handle like a panic attack basically so <laughs> uh relatable yeah, yeah. Relatable. <laughs> I'm yeah. starting to get like that as a painter <laughs> yeah yeah, I feel like it's so it's so real. I, I always used to say it's like it feels like my emotions are are coming up way too high. They're like filling me up. So I have to put them somewhere else. And then as soon as you're able to like physically put them somewhere, like even I've I've definitely felt that in painting too, then it's like, okay, now I'm fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you yeah. paint as well? Yep, yeah, yeah. Gee. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something you don't know how to do? Oh my God. So many things. <laughs> Tons of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, did, um, like the whole process of making this album, did that happen during the pandemic or is that sort of longer? Yeah. 
Yeah, it did. Uh, it was kind of over the course of the past couple of years. Uh, I was I was planning on recording it kind of at the very beginning of the pandemic. I was supposed to go to South by and then I was like, I'm going to come back, make this album. Um, and then it was just kind of a slow process after that of just figuring out how to do it in a weird time. Uh, I did all of it with like a really close friend of mine and I played every part on it just like mostly like synths and stuff uh so it was like a very small operation and very just like laid back and like whenever we could find time and we ended up getting some funding like kind of part way through so that was great and yeah have you ever done production for other artists i have not no uh yeah this actually there's one song on this album that i produced entirely and like did all like recorded it myself entirely uh and that's kind of i've i've been learning that throughout the pandemic as well and would love to to go more towards that because that was definitely a new experience for me too wow like your music is very cinematic i find Uh, which makes sense like that you ended up doing the music for that film too yeah Uh, uh, was is nineteen? Let's say I was trying to figure it out. Is is nineteen about you dating someone young, or is it you both being young and realizing like, oh, we're just nineteen year olds and this is. Uh, um, <laughs> it's is it is about dating someone nineteen years older than me. Um, ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> who who okay. really wanted a child um, and uh, me not being ready and and reflecting on that if they had a kid when they were 19, that kid would be my age now. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's just right. The kind of trippiness of it. Okay. Yeah. Just being like, oh, time (laughs) is crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, sad things. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, slash to hurt, stab to kill. That uh, that's another one that I like. Um, it gives me a Bond me- uh, movie vibe. Are you a Bond oh, fan? I love that. I'm actually not a Bond fan, really. Uh, not that I I don't like it. I just haven't really watched a lot of the movies. But I've loved all the like Bond theme songs. Uh, the music is is amazing so that's cool <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of like immediately where I went when I, wow. when I heard it yeah okay now I'm gonna have to watch all those <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> yeah for sure um and uh so like you said you've like been in music pretty much your whole life were you uh like outgoing or were you more shy and reserved um I think I've always been and still am a pretty weird combo of both (laughs) Uh, where I'm like pretty comfortable to tell anyone anything and to talk to people always, but I'm like not very outgoing, I guess. I'm like pretty reserved and won't really say stuff unless like I feel like I want to really say something. yeah, I think I was definitely more shy as a kid. My mom would always joke that like 
I would be so quiet. But then as soon as I decided I was friends with someone, I would like not leave them alone and they would regret it. <laughs> so <laughs> once I start talking, it's horrible, but <laughs> right. yeah. Um, actually, I meant to ask you, what what's your favorite song on the album? Oh, gosh. Um... I think it it might be high Arctic. Okay. Because um, it's kind of weird. And I feel like I really like let myself do exactly what I wanted with that song. Cause it's like so short <laughs> and just like odd in a way. And I feel like it kind of sums up a lot that or blue Monday. I feel like blue Monday really achieved what I wanted the album to sound like as a whole. Um, okay. So yeah, those two are kind of they're kind of they're kind of together though to me because they're side by each on the album. So they're those, yeah, maybe. Mm. <laughs> so uh, Blue Monday is one of the singles, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So how do you decide? Like this is a tricky thing, and I um like you one of them is not a single. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you decide what's going to be a single and what's not going to be a single? Uh, for me, it was kind of really easy on this because I had some really specific ideas for music videos for a few songs on this album, and I got some funding to to make those ideas happen, which I thought would never happen in my wildest dreams. Uh, so it was just like a no brainer that those would be the singles because I was going to put all this money into these videos. So, um, yeah, so Blue Monday and Slash to Hurt, Stab to Kill were the two kind of like videos that I had thought up uh, that I got to do. And those became the singles. Uh, 19 and Holy Not Ready to Hide, I kind of put out as like singles, but like really quietly before like I barely like posted about them I didn't do like any PR I didn't do anything because I just kind of like wanted to just like give something to anyone who was already listening and just kind of like see how people felt about stuff they're they're like not even mastered what was put out <laughs> um uh -huh. but yeah huh. cool um and uh you like with all your different pursuits do you have time for fun <laughs> I feel like that is my fun okay <laughs> yeah I'm like that's that's the most fun to me I feel like when people are like what are your hobbies I'm like this we're talking about it <laughs> like, uh -huh. um so yes I guess because I definitely <laughs> do have fun but <laughs> yeah do you okay so I mean like we're we're fellow creatives do you ever do? You, well, first of all, I guess, do you have friends and people around you who don't necessarily identify as creative? I think less and less so. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I used to more so have a lot of friends like that. But I think uh, I think the more kind of dedicated that I get to it and the more that it takes up my time in my life, uh, I think I find myself just wanting to be and kind of ending up naturally being around people who are doing the same thing and get it and mm. and we're just kind of in the same spaces naturally and it's uh I just feel like I'm not segregated I'm just like where I 
want to be at all times. Right, right. I I find that I struggle with the conflict of uh, um, not trying to offend people or not wanting to offend people when I yeah. just want to be alone, dedicating time to my craft. Yeah, totally. I know when I was a kid, I had like a best friend who I'd always be like, I have to go practice piano. And she would be like so mad at me and would never understand it. And I think that's, that's a huge part of like who I keep in my life is like, you have to understand and really respect how important this is to me and, and mm-hmm. love it, you know, otherwise it's just like not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, yeah. I, most people have this thing where it's like, oh, this is work. And I, I live for the weekend. And yeah. I can't wait for blah, blah, blah. But for me, they kind of all just like merge into. Yeah. And that's intentional for me. Like, I don't, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. So um, what do you love the most about uh, this sort of life you've created for yourself? Um, I think that uh i guess i see the impact that it can have and i think i see the impact that it's had on me from other people and i think uh just like looking at the world and looking at myself and looking at what i enjoy and what i'm good at it's just been like the thing that i think that i can do that would have the most importance to me and and possibly others so I think I just enjoy that I, I enjoy the uh connectivity of of putting something into the world that possibly affects it <laughs> mm-hmm. do you ever like feel like nobody wants this thing definitely yeah okay. <laughs> yeah oh god yeah um <laughs> I think that I feel that way with music more than anything which has been kind of interesting I feel like uh music is kind of a tough one because it's I don't I don't know if maybe it's more personal or I I'm not too sure but uh I think I felt a bit more instant gratification from from other mediums uh than music but definitely I've had tons of moments with music where I'm like no one asked for this album why am I doing this like uh but then there's there's always people who you know tell you it did matter and I always think about like the albums that mattered to me and it's like I didn't ask for that I couldn't have told them that I still most of people who made those albums I'll never tell them how much it mattered to me but it does yeah yeah I I I I get that all the time and that's one of the reminders that I have to give myself is that like yeah like how many times have I listened to an album or whatever the case watched a movie watched a show or something and it's like they weren't thinking about me when they made it they just no, (laughs) and they won't even know they'll probably never know that you know it made such an impact on your life Yeah. yeah yeah do you um with music being so personal for you do you ever make it thinking about a potential audience like oh these are little coyote fans no okay (laughs) yeah no it's so like non-marketable i feel like when people are like what's your target audience i'm like i don't i have no idea i'm like not thinking about anyone but myself (laughs) when i'm making music yeah it's just uh 
is what it is. Right, right, right. <laughs> cool. Um, so uh, are you are you are you signed right now? Actually, um, I was I was signed to a label and I ended that relationship in the past year. So no, I'm not I'm not signed right now. I've been doing this this whole record like really alone <laughs> for the first time probably ever in in such a singular way uh so yeah no just fully independent okay are you finding that difficult no i mean it's a lot of work for sure uh it's been yeah definitely it's a lot of work but i really enjoy it i'm definitely like like to know what's happening and like to <laughs> kind of be involved in everything that's happening so uh yeah i enjoy knowing that like i was a part of whatever's being put out at all times yeah, yeah. and it's nice like a person like you that's like a multi-dimensional creative type i i can yeah. see why you would really enjoy that process yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah um what are you listening to right now yourself oh gosh yeah i don't i was actually just talking to a friend about how i feel in a bit of a rut with like not being really in love with much right now um i uh i'm working on a score for someone's movie right now so i've been trying to listen to like a lot of scores uh and mostly for like horror because it's a horror movie so that's like been a little bit intense uh I really loved like the new wet leg album I thought was really great. Uh, obviously like a lot of people did. Um, yeah. Okay. So when yeah. you're working on a score, are you like thinking full songs or are you thinking like even just those weird noises when things happen? Yeah, I don't know yet because it's, okay. not, it's not done. I'm like still trying to conceptualize it, but I, I feel like it's the meeting of both of both of those because, uh, yeah, there are it's it's songs like one of the songs is like four minutes long. There's ones that are like a minute long, uh, but I kind of feel like scores need to be a bit more about like weird moments and noises that kind of make out a whole vibe rather than like oh this is a melody and this is a lyric and I'm you know moving through this in that way so yeah it's a, it's a different writing process for sure mm -hmm. that yeah. seems like it would be so cool to do like I don't yeah yeah I've been very grateful to be given the opportunity to try and I, I'm I'm hoping to do more of that with music for sure right are you yeah. um a big like movie buff or or into shows right now? Uh I love movies so much. I I don't know if I'm much of a movie buff because like people who I know who are movie buffs are always like, you haven't <laughs> seen that movie or like I bring up a movie and they're like, yeah, I've seen it always. And I, I'm not really the kind of like I've seen every movie kind of person, but uh yeah, I've always really loved film. I've like always seeking out like what's getting attention like film festivals and stuff like that and I, I in high school I'd always just like watch like every trailer ever and just like <laughs> figure out what I wanted to see and yeah mm -hmm. yeah are you um a reader at all yeah uh kind of same though I feel like I'm similar with both of those where it's like I love to read but it takes me I just won't like I can't just like read every book and be fine with it like I if I don't like it I just like won't finish it 
Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book right now that I'm really loving. So that's nice, but it, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> what is it? What's the book? Um, it's called The Heart is a Lonely Hunter uh, by, gosh, what's her name? I think Carol McCuthers. Um, it was written in the 30s and she was like 23 when she wrote it. So it's it pretty cool. Uh, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I made that face. I made that face because my um my sister in law like her um her uh, like Instagram handle or something like that. So I was like, oh, that's oh where yeah, I'm... it's pretty famous. <laughs> it's kind of like regarded as like the original To Kill a Mockingbird because it was kind of like like talking about race and just like exploring different characters who were like you know not normative and uh but it 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 like led the way for for that kind of literary space um but wasn't as famous and yeah I just think it's it's cool I I saw like a a movie about the author and she's she was really young and she got married young and kind of had like a tumultuous life and died pretty young and she she just seemed really interesting to me and I was like yeah I would I would read what she had to say. <laughs> uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So what's the, uh, what would you say is like the biggest challenge you face right now? I don't even know. Cause I, I was going to like, yeah. I can't say music. Cause you, you're like, you're doing so many different interesting things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Gosh, I don't know. It's all challenging. I guess just like, I don't know, staying, staying, yourself and staying myself and just like staying happy I mean paying rent in Toronto not burning out just doing doing what I want to do and staying cool with it I feel like is is a constant challenge so yeah Yeah. uh is um it's like is burnout really like a a regular concern for you because I mean like definitely yeah like with us like the creative thing it's it's fun until it's not fun like we just sometimes yeah <laughs> I think that's uh that's so much of why I've been so focused on doing more things that's so it's not just so singular uh yeah because I, I had like oh god years of of just tons of burnout because it was just so like just constant like nose to the grindstone like uh so focused on on one thing and trying so hard it gets really tiring and yeah I've always been working like serving jobs and uh all that so I think just focusing on like where can I make money in all things that are creative and how can I enjoy it how can I stay in touch with with all sides of that and and just letting it be a bit more fluid is is of of huge concern to me now for sure yeah do you ever like wonder like why we do this to ourselves (laughs) um (laughs) yeah yes and no I think uh I think I just can't really imagine any other way so it's kind of just yeah and I think when I find myself wondering that I think what's what is going wrong what 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 is missing because sometimes it is like it's not the thing itself but it's like how I'm approaching it is toxic I don't think it's ever the art pursuing art is never toxic but how it's 
how I'm what I'm bringing to it can be so it's like looking at that instead of like the other thing I think helps me because I think I'll never not be an artist so mm-hmm. yeah 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 same and then like that's actually that's a really good way to to look at it I'm gonna I might steal that yeah um, <laughs> I, for me it just comes down to like usually I, I couldn't do anything else. And if I did something else, I think mentally I'd be any worse person. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So uh, if there was any piece of advice you would give someone, what would that be as an artist? Um, I think just to, to tr- I feel like it sounds so cheesy, but like just to trust yourself and to actually do what you want to do and to not let anyone else's agenda be involved in it. Don't make stuff for what you think other people would want. I think it really, I think it's difficult, but I think like that's really the only way to do it. Mm. Is that related to like the, the adage of like saying no? anything yeah I think just like always making it like does this feel like you does this feel like what you want to be doing and even I think even like with what I've been talking about of like doing more than just music I think if I was to allow myself that kind of mentality earlier in my career I wouldn't have been so afraid to like try anything because it but I because of what I thought like a career needed to be or an industry needed to be or a musician needed to be it was like had to be more singular and yeah I think I I wish that I let myself just enjoy my own creativity a bit more earlier in life uh I love I really love that you went there because one thing that I have discovered in talking to some people like earlier in their, and it's not necessarily an age thing. It's like mm-hmm. people who are just deciding they want to pursue a creative pursuit and yeah. they, they don't know who they are. They don't know, uh, you know, what their voice is as a creative person. They think it's just about the making, but like, you also yeah. need to like figure out like the other side of it, the internal. <laughs> it's so huge. It's just like, it. it is really, cause you know, you're, you're also asking people to buy you. <laughs> and it's like, if you don't buy yourself, if you don't know who you are, it's just like, it's not, you're not putting out something that's that's going to be able to affect people in the way that you want, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're constantly uh, shifting when you think, oh, someone, I got like a hundred likes on that thing. So I'm going to start doing more of that thing. And totally. then people don't like it the next time. <laughs> yeah. And then you're left with nothing. And it's like, what was the point of any of that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last article that I sold, I sent off the email and I was literally like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like, <laughs> this is like the worst. Like nobody's. And, and then immediately they're like, yeah, totally. But it's like, and I was like, of course, because it was very honest. <laughs> And it's, I still, yeah, I catch myself all the time being like, why are you so afraid to be honest? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. literally every time I, I uh, spill my guts out with something that I think is going to ruin me, that it, it tends to connect in some that's way. That's the stuff. Yeah. That's what it's all about for sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, when does the album drop? It comes out April 29th. 
Yeah. April so like 29th. Two weeks ish. Yeah. Two weeks ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, is there anything else you want to promote that's coming up? Are you doing any shows or anything like that? Um, no shows coming up right now, but I, I guess there, there's another last single, uh, coming out on Friday. So yeah, you can watch out for that. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. We shall do that. And, uh, where can people find you online and social media, all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, my website is just like teganjohnston.com. Uh, on Instagram, it's little coyote music because they won't let me change my handle. So, mm. um, and then everywhere else it's Teagues Johnston. Sweet. Are you on yeah. TikTok? I am. I don't really post almost like at all. And when I do, I feel like it's not great. Um, uh, but you can follow me there. there. There won't be much for you, but maybe that'll change. Maybe I'll like fall in love with TikTok one day. <laughs> I, I've been fighting it for a long time. And, uh, I did an interview with Rhea May like last week or a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, you should do it. And I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I don't have the time. Like even I was thinking about it today. I was like, I always love like people's TikToks when they are like, uh, show their outfits and stuff. Cause I definitely love fashion. And today huh. I was like leaving the house and I was like, great outfit. And I was like, man, how does someone have time to create a whole TikTok and get dressed and get to where they're going on time. I don't even understand because I'm always just like seconds running out the door. And that's the only time that I put on an outfit. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I finally broke down and checked it out. And these people are like geniuses, most of them. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just like I don't feel like I have anything to bring to it right now. So like if I ever do, like I don't, I have no hate towards it. I just like I'm like. I can't, I don't have a contribution at this, at this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I, uh, I think I might've figured out where my, my little niche might be, but That's uh, awesome. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, Tegan, thank you. This has been a pleasure. And, uh, Amazing. Yeah, mutual. yes. Thank you for listening to our page. Thank you to Langey beats for the theme music. You can find more of his music on YouTube. If you got anything out of this, please rate, review, or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening. You can find out more about Art Pays Me at artpaysme.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays Me on all of those platforms. With that, we're out. Peace.